Hello, and thank you for joining us for another From Wig Weave to Natural. I am your host, Natural Keisha, and today we have a special guest. Guest, please to the listeners. Hi, I am Jaquita Zachary Johnson. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the type of business you perform? Yes, I am a children's book author, and around that, I do a whole lot of things. My book is called I Am Pretty, and um, I created that in 2019, and around that particular book, I do a lot of things with confidence and self-esteem and all of that, so that's what I do. I host pretty parties, and I do a lot of speaking engagements just to boost young ladies' confidence as well as women's confidence as well. Wow, that sounds like such a great thing. Um, so how is that going for you? Everything is going well. I'm so excited. Um, it's just amazing to get the opportunity to share my story with other people and just being able to connect with young ladies and, and women on the level as it relates to them, um, understanding who they are and loving who they are and loving other ladies as well as being able to compliment them and not look down on themselves. Now, speaking from a little girl point of view, because, you know, we all have been there and felt like we were unpretty at times. Mm -hmm. Have you got any one on one with some of those little young ladies that probably kind of broke down or probably came out and said that they feel unpretty sometimes? Yes, I think the one that had the biggest impact on my life, I was in um, Atlanta at a school in Atlanta Public Schools, and a young lady came up to me, uh, she's in a girls group, and they're girl, you know, like after school girls group, and they have been reading the book and just talking about confidence and things of that nature, and so she came up to me to thank me just for writing the book. She said that um, she had been bullied and didn't like the way she looked and all that she said and she wanted to commit suicide but she said after she read my book she just decided to love herself so she just totally accepted who she was and everything about her and it brought healing to her so that was just a blessing that's one of the many stories so I I was just blown away that a third grader you know is thinking about taking their life because of what other people are saying about her and even the way that she's feeling about herself so yes Yes, and you know, a lot of that is going around these days, and that was so great. You was able to talk with her one-on-one, and so great that she had came across this book and read it because it won my heart. When I seen the title, and all I can think about is that, you know, a lot of us are going natural these days, and then uh-huh. kids are going natural also and I uh-huh. at times they might get social bullied, bullied or uh-huh. someone might directly get at them and state something about their hair because it is um don't have any chemicals in it it's right natural state so I know they can feel like they're unpretty because yeah. their hair is um different pretty. yes exactly different yeah, oh, different. That, so yeah, you're right. That I just had to reach out in touch with you and mm-hmm. try to 
fed up an interview with you because I wanted to know more about this book. Um, and a lot of people are getting more into writing books, making backpacks of all kinds. Just warm <laughs> kids' hearts and let them know that they're not alone. That's right. That's so important. And um, and you're right. A lot of people are embracing the natural um, hair. And sometimes, you know, people, um, you know, like you said, kind of make fun of it. Your hair is big and all of that is not straight. And sometimes young ladies um, feel different. But I do appreciate how the culture now is coming around and embracing that and letting these young ladies know that you're beautiful just the way you are. And, and I just think that that's important. Yes, and it was also great that you said um, about the older crowd, too, because Mm -hmm. sometimes we need that support team, too, someone to talk to and that will listen to us, you know, someone that is on that same boat as us. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go and talk to someone that haven't been through what you have to do because they don't know the feelings. Yeah, and a lot of times... um, I come across women that are still broken, that's never been healed, even as a child, that still believe those lies that someone mean told them as that's what happened to me. A teacher, you know, an authority figure actually made me believe that I was not pretty, that I was not good enough, you know. And so oftentimes... um, we grow up and we're women and we having children and you know all that kind of stuff and that's instilled in our children um one of the questions often asked is what caused me to write the book and one of the things that i saw i'm a behavior intervention specialist um you know doing the day that's my nine to five (laughs) and i get the opportunity to just work with children that are having challenges and i noticed that a lot of my girls were just really mean and ugly to one another you know and i have parent meetings and i Mm -hmm. meet moms and it's like oh you know you're a mean girl too and it's a lot of times they feel that if i put you down i can bring myself up so a lot of women are walking around still broken even as a child and we you know have a propensity to believe those lies that was told to us and so as i talk to women and i work with women we just go forth in that little girl that's still inside them that little girl that's still longing for daddy's love or you know whatever you know to feel pretty to feel wanted to feel mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. Yeah. you know so just in speaking to them and letting them know you are enough you know you are beautiful you are you know unique and that's the pretty thing about you so also just understanding that true prettiness come from within and so you have to watch what you're saying number one to yourself but also as the saying go pretty is as pretty does so if you're not doing things that are pretty i don't care how you look outwardly that's really ugly you know and so that's the gist of the book as well just kind of fixing our insides understanding what true prettiness is it's all about having good character being pretty kind being pretty loving bring you know being pretty brave all those things that's what's important you know and yeah it's good to comb your hair it's good to you know be cute i'm with you all day long but let's spend that time developing who we are on the inside Exactly, because that tongue is a sword. And uh-huh. if you use it against others, uh-huh. it against yourself, yeah, it can 
really, really break someone's heart, you know. That's true. They yeah. Feel all kinds of ways. Like they say, I feel some type of way. That's it. it. Yeah. Make you feel some type of way. That's why you look in a mirror and you just tell yourself, mm-hmm. I'm the best. You know, I am pretty. Yeah. And do this. You know, motivate yourself because it has to be within you. To yeah. know that you're pretty. To know that you're different. That's what I tell my kids. You're mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Don't try to be like anyone else. You're That's different. right. Because That's you're right. always hearing people saying, I am cut from a different fabric. Cloth. Mm-hmm. And I tell them the same thing. You're just cut from a different cloth, honey. Don't mm-hmm. try to be like someone else. That's because it. you're pretty just the way you are. That's I don't it. care what it is. If your teeth are crooked, um, if your hair had kinks in it, mm-hmm. or if you're short, or if you're tall, if you're mm-hmm. skinny, if you're heavy or curvy or whatever word you want to use, mm-hmm. you feel love. Don't worry about that. That's and don't it. worry about what no one else say because we all know words goes in one ear and goes out the other. Like they yeah. sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. So you have to bring that back up too, you know, from what we was brought up in mm-hmm. those days. They used to tell us that. But I want to know what inspired you to become a certified therapeutic, therapeutic, excuse me, art life coach and young early educated teacher, if any. So one of the things that inspired me, first of all, to be an educator is that I just loved learning. I didn't necessarily like doing work at school. I'm just going to be honest Um, because I didn't understand how it would help me in the long run. Um, I don't know. It it just was not relatable. So anyway, just life. um, I started out in music business and ended up getting a job at a record label here in Atlanta. Got laid off, but I got a job teaching music. And when I was in college, that's what I did. I um, did before and after care and loved the children, you know, love that I always loved children, always loved being around children. And once I became a music teacher at the school, I also had to teach reading to the children. And I love to read, love to write. And but my students started doing amazingly well. And I was encouraged to go back to school to get um, a master's in education. And so I did. And here we are. The rest is history. I've loved it. I love the music industry job that I had. But I left every day like, okay. What have I done to change the world? You know, what have I done for others? And, you know, so as a teacher, of course, I felt fulfilled doing that because I always like to help everybody else and help others to be the best that they can be as well. And um, so that's what encouraged me to become a teacher. I've been teaching now 19 years and um, I love it. So with the therapeutic art, I have always been creative and I enjoy making learning fun and so one of the things that I always like to do is incorporate literature in everything that I do um wherever you know if I'm teaching math social studies whatever I'm gonna find a book 
that go along with it. And just being a creative being that I am, I always use multiple intelligences. And one that I like to do is to draw. And um, and I just saw how art plays a lot as it relates to healing and children being able to express themselves and being creative. So I decided to delve a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more about um, art therapy and how art brings healing and helps with confidence and is non-threatening. And so just wanted to put a little bit of knowledge behind the, the craft and the gift. And so that's what encouraged me to do the therapeutic art. Well, let me first off say, <laughs> let me first off say congratulations to you. Thank you. And making it to, I would say, the top, even though I know you're probably going to go farther. Amen. <laughs> we need more like you. We really the share these inspiring words to all these young adults that are coming up in the world. Just mm -hmm. and a lot of us older adults need that too. So mm -hmm. you are a good, good one, and we need many more. So if we can just plant a field. We need that seed from you so we can plant them all over that field so we can have Amen. more, just like you growing up. Well, that's a blessing. A number of my students are now teachers, so I'm excited about that. I've gone to, I don't know how many graduations, so I'm not that old, but I just kind of started kind of young. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I have several teachers, and so I'm excited about that, and they're doing great things. And so just planting that seed, and I know that, you know, just having that lasting impact, that's what I want to do. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So with the title... Mm -hmm. of the book. I know you stated some, but to get down to the bottom of that title, how did that come up on? I know you knew that you wanted to write a book. Yeah. And just that title just fits every page in that book. <laughs> That's a God thing. So I, um, as I, as a write as an author, of course, I jot down, I jot down ideas, and of course, I brainstorm. And so, I knew that I wanted to write a book of de dealing with self esteem. I knew that I I had to let people know to love themselves, to you know, love who you are. Yeah, you can look in the magazine and you don't have to look like her. You look like you. I knew that was the lesson I wanted to learn. I wanted to teach. But I also knew that I wanted them to understand that prettiness, true prettiness come from the inside. And so I just kind of thought, thought about that thing, prayed about it, brainstormed, outlined, and did all the things that authors do. And um, was able to come up with the book and it has kind of like a rhyming scheme with it and um, knew that I wanted to be catchy. Um, I have an amazing illustrator, uh, Chastity, with uh, Whimsical Designs by CJ. Um, I wanted the child to look like my mother but have my complexion and she just hit it nail on. She 
did an amazing job with that. And so um, that's just kind of how I think. Like I said, that goes back to that creativity. I knew what I wanted it to look like, and she was able to bring that to life. And so, of course, I got the title, and of course, it says I am pretty, but on there, you also see smart and brave and all of that stuff. So sometimes people will say, uh-huh, you know, it's more than about being pretty. You need to be smart, you know, and so they're judging the book by the title or what it looks like, but if they look into it and delve into it, what it's really saying, it's really saying, I am pretty smart. I am pretty brave, you know, and so all of that, and that's what it's all about, that pretty, that true prettiness is on the inside. And so that's how I came up with the title. I wanted it to be catchy. I wanted, you know, because I knew that we didn't have a whole lot of books out there also um that looked like us you know and so i could have had multicultural as it relates to different um ethnicities but i knew that i wanted to target african-american girls and so that's who i made my character you know to be Mm-hmm. Because I know I have read one book that was called Hair Story. It's about uh-huh. untangling yeah. the roots of black hair in mm-hmm. America. And that was also a great book. Mm-hmm. We need that to have a good one. more kid books, you know, because yes. we have these little bitty hearts that yeah. be big hearts, and we don't need them to be scorned. Like a lot of us have been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we don't need them to be programmed the mm-hmm. way we were. Because now we're unprogramming ourselves, just to say. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to raise them up differently. That's right. Where we were raised, you know. So when I noticed the book, I was like, you know, this target everything from the mm-hmm. hair on down. Yeah. But this is like a complete all in one book. Just that. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And I loved it. I was like, oh my. I have to get one of these books for um, one of the young adults in our household or Mm -hmm. just to say in our family and give it to Mm -hmm. them as a birthday gift or Christmas gift because I know at times a lot of people feel lonely or whatever and they can read that book and maybe Mm -hmm. that would help expire them in the inside out like you said. I tell you, I have several moms that have inboxed me and said, listen, we keep that book in that book bag. We keep that book, you know, because they take it with them. And if they're feeling down or feeling some kind of ways at school, they just kind of go back in the book and say, OK, I'm, I just love me. I'm going to be who I am. And so that's a blessing when those moms inbox me and give me those, give me those stories and those testimonials about the book. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what I enjoy um, doing as an author, because just, you know, here in my little uh, area, I couldn't reach out to the world. But because I wrote the book, the message can go further than I can. And so that's what I am grateful for. And that's why I love writing um, so that the words that I have can reach the masses. So. That's really important to me, and it's really a blessing to to see that and hear that. Yes. So what surprised you the most? I think what surprised me the most was the fact that a lot of people 
could relate and a lot of people were going through what I had gone through as it relates to how they felt about themselves, the lies that they were told and the lies that they believe, like I keep saying, that they're not enough. And so many times with Instagram and Facebook and all this kind of stuff, people are portraying lives that's not really real. And sometimes people try and measure their life by what they're seeing on social media. And so I often like to tell them, listen, don't compare yourself, don't compare your circumstances or situation with anyone else's life and anyone else's story. Your story is your story. And um, so I, that's what surprised me, how, how many people um, felt bad about themselves or didn't quite like themselves. So that was kind of surprising because, like I said, you see all these things and, you know, you got the bay and the boo and all this stuff. But honestly, inside, you're really hurting. And so to have these women and these children come and say, hey, this is what's really going on. That was kind of surprising. So I think that was most surprising. Yes, I know. It probably will bring tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, have you feel like, okay, this is the piece that's been missing from my heart. And it's right yeah. here with you yeah. all telling me how great the book is and how you're inspiring many more children. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they still have years to go, but who knows? <laughs> we could have the next Arthur. That yeah, continuing. That's to it. Write the books about hair, mm-hmm. their skin tone. That's right. Their knowledge, their smartness. That's it. So that is great. So, what changes does a main character go through? You know, in the book. Well. I, the only thing as relate to changes is the fact that I, one of the, the pages that was when I was trying to find an illustrator, the page that I gave the illustrators as, I guess, kind of like as an audition to see if I wanted them to be my illustrator, was a page that said, no, I don't look like you. I don't want to. And so it's a young lady in her room looking at a model magazine. And so I wanted the one, you know, the illustrator is the one that, you know, I chose. I wanted him to be able to portray what I was thinking and what I was feeling in that moment. Because oftentimes we look at people, like I say, in the magazine or Instagram and we compare ourselves to them, you know, and it's okay to say, oh, she's so pretty. But I shouldn't have to feel bad about myself and try and compare myself with someone else. So um, that's that's the only change as relates to, you know, if you're talking about changing is changing thinking and changing minds of other people saying, no, I don't look like you. and I don't want to. So I think that's an important message um, that we need to hear more often. That, you know, I, I see you in the model magazines and we know what most of the models look like and we know that most of America don't look like that. And that's OK. Um, but not to compare ourselves to that, because a lot of that is airbrushed and all that stuff, too. So and I might just have to get that little piece that I ran by in that book. 
that says, who is that pretty girl I see? <laughs> With oh, the mirror. That's me. <laughs> and, oh, that's me. Exactly. <laughs> Have that on a mirror somewhere and that's read that right. every morning. Who is that pretty girl I see? Then on the other side of the mirror, just put it, oh, that's me. That's it. That's I it. I love that part. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a great, inspiring part. <laughs> just to let you know that right yeah. there, did it. <laughs> and a lot of times when we do our pretty parties, that's one of the things, of course, we incorporate art. So normally when we have our pretty party, um... I go in, I read the book. First of all, I tell, you know, the story, how the book came about, um, you know, how I was bullied by my teacher and, you know, made fun of by my teacher, not my peers or, you know, anybody else. I felt ugly because my teacher would taunt me. My teacher would talk in kindergarten. My teacher would talk about my mom and like, she know them clothes too little for her. She knows she could have put some lotion on that girl, you know. So mm-hmm. as a teacher, I'm very protective of students. You know, I you're not going to find me talking about little Johnny and little Johnny mama. You know, I've been accused of not being a team player because I don't huddle up and, and get involved in those conversations. Well, if this is what the team going to do, count me out, you know, and because I've been there, done that as a child, feeling heartbroken because somebody that I looked up to. Okay, said these awful and ugly things about me. What you got on today? Look at your hair. I know your mama didn't send you to school. You are too fat to be wearing that skirt, you know. And so I'm looking around. You're not saying this to anybody else. You're saying this to me. And so I begin to feel ugly. I begin to feel different. I begin to look at, wait a minute. Well, she's skinny or her hair straight or, you know, and started comparing myself to these other people. And because in comparison, I didn't feel like I was good enough. I didn't feel like I was cuter than so-and-so, you know? And so I went home and my mom just kind of noticed a difference in me, like, cause I used to be bubbly and my dad used to tell me I'm cute and, you know, but I just started changing and, and I mean, in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's when I first felt, that I was not enough. That's when I first felt that I was ugly by an authority figure. So when we have our pretty parties, I explain it and tell them. And of course, the kids like a teacher said that, you know. So rules a little bit different now than they were back. Then. Exactly. And you again, know, that's that tongue. Again, <laughs> right, that right, tongue. Right, right, Boy. right, right. Get so, you in some um, trouble. <laughs> that's it. And so I start off by, you know, telling my story, whatever, and then, you know, have them to say some positive things about themselves and um, read the story. And then we do some art therapy, believe it or not. They actually make a self-portrait. But before they make that self-portrait, they look in the mirror and they say these affirmations about I am pretty kind. I am. First of all, I am pretty. You know, and then we go into being pretty kind, being pretty nice, being pretty loving, being pretty real, being pretty authentic. And so we go into these types of things. And so because I understand that that self-talk is so important. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm pretty. Sometimes, you know, I don't feel like uh, smiling even. I'm like, you know, tell my husband, listen, I hope we don't have no interviews today because I don't even want to smile. But sometimes you have to go in that mirror and you have to say things to your yourself until you believe it until you believe it you have to say it in your head and out of your mouth 
until you believe it because the world tell you all kind of stuff the enemy tell you all kind of stuff you tell yourself all kind of things and so we have to begin to tell ourselves those positive things and be able to combat those negative thoughts with positive thoughts so it's very important that we read inspiring words that we read things that can help us with that because if we just listen to crap on the radio or you know watching tv and everything is negative you don't you don't have anything to pull from so you want to make sure that you spending that time centering yourself prayer whatever it is you have to do to be able to find some positivity to bring to yourself so because every you're not always going to hear that from other people that's correct you want to have positive people around you too that's true that's true yes you got to have those positive people and you know and i know that in working with children uh you know sometimes our parents are not always positive i had a student granddaddy called him stupid like it was his name you know so i had to teach him how do you combat that negative talk you know you can't talk back to granddaddy but no, in your head, you say, I'm not stupid. I'm smart. I'm here for a purpose. I have reason to live, you know, those types of things. So I get it. I mean, I understand that sometimes adults go through their own thing as well. And sometimes they try and make their issues our issues. And sometimes children take that on. And um, so that's why I try and teach them that, listen, you have to get around positivity. You read books or whatever, you know, positive friends, whatever you need to do. Watch what you're watching on TV because you don't want all that negativity as well. So it's important to surround yourself with those positive people. That is so correct. No one could have said it better than that. <laughs> that, that sums it all up. Mm -hmm. When did you first realized you wanted to be a writer? Well, I realized that I wanted to be a writer when I was looking for a, well, I've always written, you know, I, I still have probably about 40 journals that I, I mean, I've always had a journal, you know, or a diary or whatever. Um, so I've always written. My mother actually is an author. She's a writer and a poet. And so we read a whole lot as children, you know, so I believe that good writers are also good, read, good readers and they have to read as well. So um, but I decided to publish my writing when I was looking for a book to help my second grade students understand the greater than and less than symbol. My first book is actually a book um, for math called uh, Gary the Greater Gator. And um, it's actually an alligator, and he ends up understanding the greater than and less than symbol. So when my second graders cannot understand that concept, I knew that they knew that, you know, which number was greater and which number was less, but they couldn't remember where the symbols go. And I could not find a book that dealt with that. And so, you know, of course, I found a song or a little poem, but I wanted a story. And so I decided to write a story and drew some little pictures to go along with it and they loved it even after they mastered that standard they still wanted to hear the story then you know um 
here in Georgia, we start having all these teacher layoffs. And I'm like, this is crazy. You know, so um, I said, I don't want anyone to control my destiny, control my paycheck or anything like that. So I decided to publish the book. And so when I published the book, it's, you know, went really well. And like I said, it's just amazing to get your words out as it relates to I'm not in Alabama or South Carolina or whatever, but the book is there, you know, so therefore my words are there. And so that's what made me publish the book, the first book. What does your family think of your writing? <laughs> I think that they're really proud of me. Um, of course, my husband is extremely proud. He's my biggest fan. Um, but they're proud. Like I said, my mom was a writer. She's a published author as well. And um, she just taught me to dream, you know? She taught me that not even the sky is the limit. So everybody is proud of me and they root for me and it's exciting. How many books have you written? Um, I've published two. I have about six that I have written that's like in a notebook that I'm working on. So and we're going to get that done. <laughs> yes, yes. And I can't wait, too. I'll mm -hmm. be waiting. Yes, ma'am. Hope I have notifications to you will. my phone to let me know when you publish the other yes. books. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. As a matter of fact, we're working on an um, activity slash journal for the I Am Pretty to help with our tweens because that particular book is written probably for kids that are like five to eight to be honest with you, but like I said, adults are reading the book. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we're working on an activity book slash journal for our young people that are like 10 to 13. So that's one of the ones that's going to be coming out 2020. So we're excited about that. I probably already know the answer to this question, but I'm okay. going to ask it anyway. Okay. What book is your favorite? <sighs> that's hard. That's like that's like asking you what child is your favorite <laughs> um honestly because that's like they're my babies that's my creation i don't have any children mm -hmm. but i got my books that i created <laughs> so honestly i can't if i to be honest i would have to say gary the greater gator even though i am prettiest doing amazing it's the first you know it set up you know, it gave me, you know, it helped me to become where I am now. So, I mean, like I said, it's like comparing your kids. You wouldn't say, you know, this particular child is my favorite. I really cannot because they both are serving their purpose. Gary is helping to do what he's supposed to do as relates to understanding the greater than less than. And I am pretty is touching who they who that book needs to touch. So I don't have a favorite. Okay. Gary is my first. Mm -hmm. I am pretty, you know, it's doing what it's supposed to do. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take you to write a book? Well, story development really doesn't take that long um, because, like I said, I jot a lot. I brainstorm a lot. And when I just take that time and I just kind of say, okay, now I want to put it all together. Honestly, it, it, it doesn't take that long because I don't have children's books. Now, I am working on an adult book, a book for adults. And that's, you know, been taking a couple of months just because um, 
it's a little, it's a little bit more. I'm trying to decide exactly how I want it to be. Of course, I have my notes. It's kind of outlined, um, but it could also reach um, teenagers too. So I'm just trying to figure out now who I'm going to actually target. But honestly, Gary took me once I got everything together. It was a matter of hours to get every, even with the publishing. I had an amazing publishing company to help me walk me through what I sent, the illustrations and everything. And honestly, it was a matter of hours. So the biggest thing in writing is just sitting down and doing it, you know? So scheduling in that time to write. So for me, it didn't take too long. It took longer than it should have because I was doing other things. I have to work. I have to do this, you know. So it doesn't take me, honestly, if I sit down and do it more than a month. I can write a book in 30 days. So that's great. What kind of advice would you give to an aspiring writer? One of the advices that I would give is just do it. Just write. You know, a lot of times we make excuses. I don't have enough time. I can't do this. You know, I have to do that. And so just do it. You know, you can edit and put it all together later. So just schedule time and make time to write. And that's the advice. That's step one. I always say don't let starting stop you. Because we have so many excuses, you know, um, about why we're not doing certain things. I mean, I have notes on my phone. You know, if I have time to go on Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff, I have time to stop and write. That's correct. Yeah. As a child, what did you want to do when you grew up? Well, actually, it was so many things. I wanted to be... Um, I wanted to be an entertainer. I also sing. I used to. I don't sing as much. Um, but I wanted to be an entertainer. I knew that I wanted to be an entertainer. I used to, of course, sit down and teach my dolls and my stuffed animals. So that's the teacher in me. And the crazy part about it is I remember I was eight. And my mom said, what do you want to be? And I, I don't know where this word came from, but I told her I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And her and my dad was like, what? But I think I may have seen that magazine somewhere and asked what the name was. I don't know. I don't know. It just could have been the God in me. I have no idea. But um, ultimately, I think that's what I wanted to be. Um, I used to sing and do all this kind of stuff. So thankfully, I'm able to put all the creative things that I do in one. And I'm able to just kind of do that I knew I wanted to be creative. I knew I wanted to be able to control whatever I do. Um, so that's where we are now because I get to sing. I get to write. I get to, you know, uh, do parties. I get to, uh, you know, jewelry and all this kind of stuff. So it's just a lot, but it's all delving in creativity. So and inspiring other people. So I think I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I'm just gonna sum it up that way. You just multi talent. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> what all do you perform in your writing workshop? Okay. So we have a writing workshop coming up in East Point, Georgia. 
um, that's our master class. So my portion of it, as it really, as uh, also in my workshops, I don't know if you're talking about the one for the kids or the adults, because everything we tailor it. If it's for children, is one way, but if for adults, it's another way. But of course, we provide that service to both children and adults. But the master class that's coming up February 29th, um, 12 to 3 at the Cupcakery in East Point. That master class will take you from writing start writing the book, creating your story, all the way up to self-publishing. So my piece for this um, masterclass, I'm going to be talking about story development, how to brainstorm. And so ultimately they're going to leave, if they don't already have one, a blueprint of their actual storyline. So we're talking about how to develop interesting characters, how to have interesting plots and all of that. And so I'm going to be talking about some of those elements of fiction and also if you want to do the memoir. So fiction as well as nonfiction is just kind of all rolled up into one, but just basically story development. Then we have another young lady, uh, Tasha Beatty. She's going to talk about, okay, now your story is written. How do you get the copyrights? How how do you um, go about selecting an illustrator if you're doing a children's book or somebody to do your book cover if you're doing a book for adults or um, teenagers? Also, okay, now the book is done. You have copyrights. Now you want to publish the book. Who? How do you put it all together? How do you put it up on Kindle and get it on Amazon so it can be sold and all of that? So we'll walk you through that. And then lastly, we have a young lady, um, Jenica Weems, and she's going to be talking about book marketing and getting sales. And then we have a panel of experts, um, publishing experts and author experts that's going to be there to answer the questions um, that they may have for the Q&A. And so uh, we have, I don't even want to go through all the other people uh, because I don't want to miss anybody. But we have amazing people that have um, given their time and their talent and their knowledge to come and share with us in that masterclass. So my writing workshops that I have that you probably saw on my website, honestly, it deals with story development. So for children, we we for children, actually, they develop their character first, and I even give them opportunity to draw their character. Then we come up with a story. Okay, so what's going to happen? First thing we got to figure out, especially with fiction, is always a problem. It's always a problem. The whole story, honestly, is trying to solve that problem. So um, we talk about that. We come up with a problem. We come up with ways they're going to solve it. We have our plot and what we're going to do. And then finally, the resolution, what was the problem that was solved? And so that's what we do with the children and adults. It's a little bit different, but um, we go through that. And uh, so that's what the writing workshop looks like. Okay. So I did see a pretty shirt. Mm -hmm. Did you start a clothing line also? Yes. So I have one that I actually do with, um, that I do here where I design them and, you know, I have my little cricket and all that kind of stuff. And those are specialty shirts. But I also do have a line that's on Teespring called Quita's Closet. And that go along with the book. Um, it, of course, I have the I Am Pretty. I have um, I Like Me. And it's from Chilled Toddlers. 
I have little um, onesies all the way up to the 5X. So we have all those shirts that helps to promote self-esteem. And I come up with the design and the works and all of that. And you can go on Teespring or if you say, hey, Jaquita, I want it in glitter and I want, you know, 10 of those shirts and I want you to do them they can contact me for that as well um, if you want a specialty shirt so yes ma'am we do have that also do the tutus as well so a lot of times we have the pretty parties um, moms get the t-shirt and the tutus for their birthday girl or whatever we're, you know whatever we're having so yes ma'am that's another part of that creativity I love fashion and hair and all of that. So I get to design those things and do that. So yes, ma'am, we have a t-shirt line. Just like I said earlier in the conversation, it's just an <laughs> all-in-one. You have your stylist, your, your fashion designer, you have somebody to read to you. Yes, makeup, all that. We can do all etiquette. We do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> we love our etiquette classes. We do etiquette um, classes, of course, understanding place settings and all of that. Um, so etiquette, you know, how to sit, how to walk, poise. And so we're excited about oh, all man, how, to, how to put tea in the cup and have your little Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Oh, that is so, so cute. That. Yeah, so that's exciting and that's fun. You know, when I get to, you know, mom say, hey, I want a pretty party. This we want to have. And I love when we get to do tea parties. Those are my favorite. And, you know, so within everything, like I said, we do with book themed. And I know people are like, what, you going to read a book? But the girls absolutely love it. Um, grandma's like, wow, this is the best party they ever had. And it's just amazing. Open up great dialogue about, you know, okay, we're going to read this book about being a queen and what is a queen. And, you know, and so we talk about how you treat other people. What are you saying at school? What are your grades like at school? Are you doing your chores? Are you being obedient? So it, it's just, it opens up, you know, because we chat anyway as girls anyway. So it just opens up conversation for a different dialogue and just kind of thinking why we look cute all at the same time and having fun and doing our photo shoot and we get to walk the pink carpet and all of that so it's just amazing glitter everywhere i love glitter <laughs> and uh so yeah that's that's what we do and i'm just grateful to get the opportunity to do that and um just all of my loves rolled up in one so i'm, I'm honestly grateful to be able to do it I mean, as being a young girl, we all like to dress up and put on the makeup and, and put on the little, um, what is that, the little fur and all that, wrap it around. Uh, yes, you. A but, ball, that feather ball, yes, ma'am. heels and stuff. And uh -huh. yes. <laughs> we do all that. We do that in the um, pretty parties, too. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we have the boas and the crowns and mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. So, yeah. It's fun. We have a good time. What is your career vision towards the future? You know what? I love what I do as a behavior specialist. But honestly, I would really enjoy just the opportunity to write, speak, and just do me. That's the goal. That's one of the goals. And so the great thing about my job that I have, my nine to five, is that I'm already doing what I love to do, talking to people, talking to children about being better, 
So it just kind of all wraps up into the vision that I'm supposed to be doing anyway. I'm just doing it under a different, you know, umbrella, um, you know, with the county. And so that's a great thing. That's why I don't mind getting up, going to work every day, you know, be advocating for a child or helping a teacher, you know, to de-stress or whatever, you know. So that's the good thing about it. But career goals is for me to be able to do that under my own umbrella so that's the plan is it anything else you would like for us to know like any upcoming events Uh, lots of events coming up but the main one like i said is the um master class like i said february 29th cupcakery east point georgia 12 to 3 um, that's the main thing that's coming up. Um, thank my husband for being an awesome guy that supports me. There's nothing like, um, having someone that have your back and, um, I appreciate him. I just wanted him to know that I tell him all the time, but I, you know, wanted to put that out in the atmosphere that I appreciate all his efforts and I appreciate his support. Um, but that's the main thing that's coming up. I would have to look at the calendar and tell you all this other stuff, but definitely we want to look into the master class. Let me say also too, thank you, Jaquita husband, for pushing, <laughs> supporting, and et cetera. Exactly. We need more like her. <laughs> and we're going to keep pushing her. I'm going to push her, too. Put me on the support team. I'm going to push her, too, because we want to see more books. That's right. Maybe when you come down to Houston, Texas, yes, ma'am. Got to me up and I can attend one of these parties. Hey, you never yes. too old to dress up, okay? That's I right. want to dress That's up, right. too. <laughs> that's why we have a um mommy and me tea coming up that's gonna be in june though in florida so mommy and the daughters get to dress up and have a pretty party so we're excited about that <laughs> okay and do you have a website youtube social media anything that you want to yes, ma'am so- <laughs> The website is jaquita.com, J-E-Q-U-I-T-A.com. Just my name, jaquita.com. So all these awesome services, the workshops, the pretty parties, all the books are all on the website. Um, you also find the books on Amazon as well. But if you want an autograph, go to the website and get a book from me on jaquita.com. My Instagram is jaquita Zachary Johnson. And that's J-E-Q-U-I-T-A, Zachary, Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y, and Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N. That's Instagram. And on Facebook, it's Jaquita Speaks. On Facebook, Twitter, I'm not on Twitter as much as I should be, but I'm there. It's Queen Quita. And um, I think that's it. Did I cover all the social media platforms? I think I did. Yes. You know. What else? Um, oh, we have YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Also, it's Jaquita Zachary Johnson. 
on YouTube and you will see us interviewing authors and amazing authors because we want to definitely push authorship out there so my youtube channel um right on is the segment when we come and talk to different um different authors and writers as well because we also have screenwriters on there as well that you know we interview so that's that i'm so on pinterest you will see some of those interviews on pinterest as well and it's jaquita zachary johnson on pinterest too well, I want to thank you, Miss Jaquita. I thank am pretty <laughs> for giving us your time today. Thank I you. am pretty. We are pretty. That's right. In the world. Just that's know, right. you are pretty. Yeah, that's act pretty, though. Gotta be pretty. <laughs> let's develop that inside. Let's have character. You know, let's be kind. Let's be strong, you know, to others. So that's so important. Well, you heard it from the coach, Miss <laughs> inside and out. That's it. You all be good, and we'll Thank talk to you then. Thank you. Have an amazing evening. Bye-bye.